you looking for? Gum. Gum? You gonna chew gum during the podcast? I chew it and then I just let it sit there. <laughs> <laughs> just let it savor, you know? Let it marinate my mouth real quick. Yeah, it's kind of just for flavor to wake me up. Puppies? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't chew gum during your show? No, I don't. One time I had a hulls in, in my cheek. Like I had a hulls. Don't, because you're now you're leaning away from the microphone. One, that doesn't make sense. So. You had a haul? <clears throat> yeah, I had a haul during my show. And it was about to go on air. And I threw it next to my cheek so I can talk. And when I got off air, I listened. No, I listened. When I got off air, I can listen back to the actual segment. And I listen back. I'm like, wow, you can totally set up. You like, you can hear it. Okay, I'm going to chew this and then I'm going to put it in the garbage. And the reason why you can hear it is because it was hitting my teeth. Oh my God. Like it was candy that was hitting my teeth. So you can hear like. That's horrible. Because <laughs> yeah. you were probably playing with it. <laughs> well, I wasn't. It was just because it was talking and it wouldn't stay still, right? And then also at the same time, I was um, salivating or salivating or whatever it's called. Salivating. <laughs> salivating. I was salivating. So I, I was, it was like making my mouth water. That's so funny. So <laughs> it was awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden. Ew, that's such a gross sound. I know. <laughs> Episode 10 of Life Podcast. What up? What up? And we're here with uh, without Shelby. She, uh, what's she doing right now? Um, I think, well, just life, working. Mm. She lives far away and she didn't come up this week, so. No podcasting this week. So no podcasting. That's a happy hippies, by the way. But, uh, happy hippies. If you go to Instagram right now, at the happy hippies official, uh, there's a link in the bio and they got mm-hmm. they're up now the podcast ah. we got two episodes now I think oh, that's gosh. what I think that was, that's what Shelby said oh so she released okay yeah so every Wednesday she's releasing one but yeah. I think we honestly have like six or seven yes so you recorded a whole bunch then. yeah okay cool all different quality all different nice. format <laughs> awesome <laughs> but we're just trying to get it out there yeah and as we go and figure it out we'll I think it'll change. Like, we have some exciting. Shelby has some exciting things happening, which may bring her closer to eventually us. Okay. To cool. us. Yeah. So then, our obviously our recording will be much different and yeah. better quality and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that's some exciting stuff. Just moments ago, actually, before we we, we recorded this podcast, Caitlin and I were at a. Uh, a clothing store, dress clothing store, because Ryan, uh, do you think that I'm doing this last minute or do you think? 110%. I am, yeah. eh? You are, honey. Uh, We're getting married four weeks. Four weeks, a month. Yeah, in a month. Yeah. And you're just looking at, you're just getting shirts now. But th- that's the only thing that I need. I got pants, I got shoes, I got. <laughs> Everything else but the shirts. It's true. Beca- well, the reason why is because of the fact that when we went to go get the pants, I assumed that we could have gotten the shirts that day as well, but everybody's shirt was fitting differently, right? Like some people, it was it was too tight. Some people, it was too loose. Oof. I know. Right? Like, <clears throat> I think there was three guys, three out of the seven of us that really had an issue. Everybody else was kind of like, oh, it fit fine. Oh, man. It's stressing me out. Stressing you out? Well, no, I'm, I'm remaining calm, but mm. we just like, oh my gosh. Well, what's know. stressing me out is that I actually haven't had two of the guys try on their full thing. I know. That's what's stressing me out because I'm like, because I just got the tool to fix some of the suspenders. Um, suspenders. So we have to fix them, get them to try them on. <laughs> oh my yeah. Gosh. It's a lot. I know. <laughs> but it's going to come together either way. God, what's wrong with my throat? <laughs> it's all phlegmy because we just had booster juice as well. So it's phlegmy. Well, because dairy does that to my throat. Oh, okay. Right. That's yeah. why, like, like radio tip and talk tip one on one. Just don't, mm-hmm. don't eat or drink dairy before you talk at all, or for a big talk, anything. Yeah. That makes sense. There you go, <laughs> uh, Caitlin. <clears throat> I don't even want to put myself in my own in this category. I think Caitlin's like the only one that's really doing it. I'm kind of like a tag along, but Caitlin's been doing this morning routine. Yes. For a little bit. Uh, what is it, two weeks now? Um, well, I started last Tuesday. So really, no. Tuesday, Wednesday. Really? Yeah. Full on uh, Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So 
It's actually called the 5 a.m. Club by Robin Char- Sharma. Sharma? Oh, Sharma. Yeah, Robin okay. Sharma. He created this book called the 5 a.m. Club. Yeah. Um, it tells you how all the really successful people in the world get up and prime in mm-hmm. the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's the one that said it should be 5 a.m., but really... He also says it should just be before eight Mm -hmm. and there's something to do with the discipline behind it, getting up and like there's many aspects to it, but meditating, working out or yoga or walking or running, reading, there's so many different parts to it. It's really interesting if you guys want to, if you're interested in kind of priming yourself in the morning for the day, Mm. but yeah, I've been doing it for just over a week and I don't get up... My alarm goes off at 5.55, which is like if you know. 5.55. That is early for me. Oh, that's early for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've always been someone to sleep in. So this has been been cool. Like in the past, like I've been the one that wakes up before you. Oh my gosh, yeah. When we first started dating... You would come back and you, I would be like, oh my gosh, babe, good morning. And you're like, and I was like, how was your morning? You're like, great. It worked out. I made us coffee, got your breakfast. And I'm just like, what? And I'm like, just getting up. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like. Reversed. It is reversed. Yeah. yeah cause I, cause I work <clears throat> out at night now. Cause, uh, on this new program that I'm doing right now, it's, you know, uh, I'm doing intermittent fasting, which means that I pretty much don't eat until about two or three o'clock in the morning or sorry, in the afternoon. And I work in at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Right, because I don't want to be working out in the morning, and then waiting until two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon before I eat. Right, so that's the thing is that now I'm working out at nighttime, so now I'm actually sleeping a little bit more. But then since Caitlin actually started this five a.m. club and getting up early, meditating and doing a little bit of yoga, which I don't really do. I used to. I used to be heavy into it. And now I'm kind of like out of it now, which I should. Everybody says they should get back into something. <laughs> uh, but it's whether you want to. Like, So with the 5 a.m. club, mine's 5.55, but whatever. Yeah. Um, still in fives. <laughs> um, you can pick your routine. So that's what I picked. Yeah. So it's supposed to be 20, 20, 20, 20. And then um, my coach for NLP added in another 20 minutes of reading. Okay. But um, I actually have been doing the long marathons of... 45 minutes of meditation. <laughs> so I've been doing yeah. that. And how's and that going, by the way? It's really good. This morning was kind of hard because you and I had like a drink last night and then I read and went to bed late. Um, that was so weird for the both of us. Like last night, we both had a glass of wine. Yeah. Right? And it's not like out of the ordinary for us to be doing that, right? The odd time we will have one glass of wine. The bef- odd time, yeah. Before we go to bed. And I went to bed a little bit later because... I'm not a big video gamer, but I recently just got this free download thing. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing it the odd time, and I came to bed, and you are sound asleep. Oh, I don't even remember. Right? I know. Okay. That's what I mean. Like, you were sound asleep, <laughs> but the room was hot as heck. So I, I laid down, I got the and I got the fan blowing on me, because you had it pointed away from you or something like that. Oh, yeah. And I had the fan blowing on me, and every so often, <laughs> like maybe every four minutes, I would wake, like not wake up, but like look up and be like, oh my gosh, like I'm hot. So I had to take the blankets off of me. And at one point, I fell asleep, had this like little mini nightmare, right? I woke up, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, I'm going to check the clock, because I probably only have a couple more minutes to sleep, right? I look at the clock, I've only been <laughs> sleeping for like half an hour. I'm like, how does all this happen within a half? So the worst sleep ever, because I had all these nightmares, right? That is the worst. And then, like, I don't even know how you got up this morning, because you even said that you had some weird dreams, right? Yeah, weird dreams. I don't understand. It's getting colder outside. Our AC is on inside and a fan, and we both are, like, drenched in the middle of the night. It's so weird. And it's not like the first time. This happened a couple nights in a row now. Yeah, but this is new. Like, usually I'm freezing, so I'm... And I'm, we're, like, not wearing much, you no. know? Like, we're not wearing long pants and a sweater. No, like, like I'm, I'm in my underwear and you're in a t-shirt. Shorts and, and a tank top. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. We're drenched. I don't get so it. so strange. Yeah, so. But you still woke up this morning. You still did it. I did, yeah. It was tough. Yeah. But, yeah, so usually the 45 minutes are good. I listen to Dr. Joe Dispenza. He kind of does, he does the transcendental I don't know if I'm actually saying that. Transcendental, Transcendental yeah. Yeah, you get meditation. Yeah. So you're, it's literally you're, they kind of get you into more of a trance in your meditation. It sounds scary, but it's literally just much easier to meditate, to be honest. Yeah. The music's a bit different. Um, the guy's voice is really slow, really deep because it's not used. You don't use his voice. You use uh, the guy who voices all his stuff. 
So usually it's good, but yeah, this morning was rough. But because I've done so much reading on meditation, like those meditation days where they're really hard and that you can still sit there and be like, don't get up. Like, don't you get up. <laughs> you keep going, yeah. right? Till your alarm goes off. Yeah. Um, those are the ones that I think actually build your your character and your discipline even more, right? Because wow. you're like, I need, like every like five minutes, I'm like, alarm go off, alarm go off, alarm go off. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't so, but I made myself sit there. I'm like, no, you're sitting here. Because um, one of my favorite things that Dr. Joe says is you should not come out of a meditation feeling the same way you started it in. So I was like, I'm not getting up till I feel different. Cool. Yeah. And then I do 10 to 15 minutes of yoga. Depends on the day. If you and I are working out at night, I'll do um, like a, I think it's called a yin yoga. So it's like calm and restorative. Mm. And then if we're not working out at night, I do like an intense one. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The, with the meditation thing, going back to that, like I, uh, yeah, my mind has been cluttered lately and it's, and it's so funny because and I talked about this this morning, is that my mind hasn't been that cluttered in so long because I even remember when we first started meditating, that first time that I ever meditated with you, right, I saw colors and blurbs and shapes. and That was at our old house, right? And did I, I guided it a bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, well, maybe that works for you. Like the way I was guiding it was from the master key system, the book. Yeah. And it's really a good way. Like it tells you to focus on your breath going in and out of your nose, focus on the flow of air in and out of your belly, movement of your belly. So it's like really calming. Yeah. So maybe that's your thing. Maybe that's what. Uh, no, I don't know about that because um, even... Uh, even some of the meditations where we were quiet and it was just mindfulness, I, I still was okay. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I guess maybe because there is so much more going on right now, maybe, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't maybe. know. But regardless, it's um, just pain in the butt this morning. And here's the thing is that I've been mixing in kundalini yoga. So what, I, what I've been doing is... Or not kundalini yoga, just like uh, kundalini meditations and stuff like that. The chants, the mantras, yeah, the chance, and, yeah, yeah, out loud. So what I've been doing is, because Caitlin had done a Deepak Chopra uh, and 21 Oprah. 21-day yes. energy of attraction meditation. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So it was free, but once it's done, you got to pay like 50 bucks for it. It's I know, like, oh, it's God. really expensive. Yeah, yeah. for 21 and, days. only 20-minute meditations, which was what I was saying. Point, like, yeah. If they progressed you to longer, then I would have bought it, but... Once you've and he talks for five, five, to six, seven eight minutes, yeah, minutes of it. So really, you're only getting twelve minutes of if that, yeah. And that's great for beginners. Like some people might be like, "Holy crap, that's a long time." When I first started, five minutes was a long time. I'm yeah. like, I can't sit here for that long. Yeah. But once you progress past that, you you need the next step. Yeah, and I mean, this morning, same thing. Like, there's one on YouTube right now that's free, and it's just uh, the attraction of abundance. Twenty one days. I'm on day three this morning. Um, Caitlin kind of she woke me up she had coffee ready which was absolutely sweet of you but I just was not I brought it to him in bed and I was like moving the mug right around his nose I'm like come on get up it's meditation time but then I I I know when you've like had a good sleep and when you haven't and you were like oh man like I can't like you actually looked like you were gonna be sick if I got you out of bed yeah so I'm like Okay, I'll come back in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Which you didn't. I had to wake myself up. But I still got up uh, in time to actually do meditation. So I did day three this morning. And then I did the uh, abundance. Uh, har. Oh, yeah. That was your favorite one. Yeah, Prosperity, uh, yeah. Prosperity, right? So I did that one, but I only did it for five minutes. And going back to what you said moments ago where you're like, you know, you're always like, okay, alarm clock, hurry up, okay, come on. That's the same with me. Like, technically, in order to actually uh, receive the prosperity and actually f- reap the rewards and the benefits from this meditation and bringing this, like, manifesting this attraction to you of prosperity, you have to do it for at least 11 minutes. Um, Yogi Bhajan says to do it for um, 22 if you really want it, but then anything after that is just more or less greedy. Yeah. <laughs> right. But in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, my like, holy smokes, like I've been sitting here for the last 14 minutes, 15 minutes, listening to Deepak. And then I got to do another 11 minutes. Like my mind works like that because my mind is not, and I'll admit this right now. 
and I don't think I've ever admitted this to you to begin with, but my mind has never been on myself, right? I've never thought of doing this for myself, right? For the meditation. It's always my main purpose and goal whenever I go into meditation to receive abundance or prosperity or anything like that is solely for the people that are in my life, but not for myself, right? Well, that makes complete sense because I don't know if we told them on the podcast before. I think we did. But yeah. when you were doing the prosperity chant, the Kundalini one, yeah. for 11 minutes every day, I think you did for a week straight or more, Yeah, I was gaining... I was reaping the rewards. Oh, no, absolutely. And I think that was like episode three or four or something like that. Oh, but, my gosh. But yeah. here's the thing is that with, but I'm not even directing it towards that, where people, other people are, are, are reaping the rewards for what I'm doing, the meditation. I'm saying that I can't even sit there and do mindful meditation for myself, right? I'm always thinking, okay, I got this much time, right? I want to meditate for this much time so that I can get up and do other things, right? I, I can go into the kitchen and clear the dishwasher and do this. <laughs> and I can go and I can actually write my book and I can read a little bit and I can get lunch ready, shower and get ready for work and everything like that. Like my mind has gone 15 steps ahead of me before I've even woken up. Like I, when I go to sleep at night, typically people will go to sleep and be like, okay, let's get some rest for the next day. In my mind, I'm like, okay, let's lay down and sleep. And then when I wake up, that's what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This. I create a checklist before the day has even started. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of people do that, though. I know, but it's a checklist that has nothing to do that's going to benefit me. Mm-hmm. Right. It has everything to do with that's going to benefit everybody else. Right. So, like, when I wake up and I, and my checklist starts, what uh, you know, doing the dishes quickly, and that, that's pretty much for our house. It's not really for the both of us. It's just to keep our house clean and keeping us, you know, having our dishes so we can feed our, ourselves right mm-hmm. and you know taking an extra walk that's benefiting him and making or going outside with him and make sure he goes to the washroom and all that kind of stuff and getting my lunch ready so i can get to work where i come to work and i do my stuff and i do my show and i do all my work so that's benefiting other people right I, i'm not really taking the time in the morning to do anything for myself bear in mind i do something sometimes at nighttime where you and i will watch tv together or the random odd time I'll play my video game, mm-hmm. go to the gym, whatever. That's for me. Yeah. But I feel like if I were to able, if I'm able to actually figure out how to actually use this meditation in the morning for me, then I feel like I'll have a better day, right? But I'm having you're a hard like time now. Filling your cup up first, right? Yeah, yeah. Like my cup is already full, right? Like um, my cup will always be half full, but then. I've, the size of the checklist that I have, it'll always be, it'll it'll always be full. No, I mean like, there's that saying like you have to fill. You can't pour from an empty cup, and you're the cup. Yeah. So doing all these things for, say, I'm doing all these things for myself in the morning, my routine to fill my cup up, and then I'm able to help more people throughout the day because I have a full cup. Yeah. Right. Because like, uh, a lot of it said for parents like. You know, they have to do things for themselves because, you know, they'll be, yeah, not better, but they'll be uh, more energetic for their kids or okay. they'll be able to sleep better or whatever. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, if you have a fuller cup that you're doing things for yourself, maybe you won't be as drained and stuff during the day. Yeah. It's like I can't even do that. I don't know how to. But maybe learning one that really like resonates with you. There's so many different kinds of meditations, right? Yeah. Or also looking into the benefits because maybe the benefits aren't something you want. Like I'm over here like goals, number one, enlightenment. <laughs> yeah. Achieve enlightenment. That's like top of my priority right now. Yeah. And um, that's done through meditation. Yeah. But maybe one of those benefits of meditation isn't one of your main goals. I don't know. Is it? I want I want to meditate. I do. There's moments when I get home from work and I want to meditate. And when I wake up, because I feel like waking up and just starting the day is a pain in the butt. You know what, though? When you get out of bed, and this has been like this since you and I met, you are in go mode. So, But you love meditating at night, so maybe at night is yours. Like um, Dr. Joe says... And Deepak, everyone says you can meditate. The best time to meditate is first thing in the morning 
and or right before bed because you're in, you're at both times in like that either just waking up phase or yeah. just falling asleep phase. So it's the best time to meditate. So maybe yours is before bed. Like you have said that you sleep better when you meditate. I have in the past, yeah. I, I just feel like sometimes, I guess it's the same thing, but like sometimes if, if before I'm going to bed, I'm a little too tired, so I don't want to be sitting there, mm-hmm. right? And also my mind has wandered off doing other things. Like if we go to the gym on like a Monday or a Wednesday or a Friday when we typically do go together, if I come home and we get home around 9, 9.30, we're cooking dinner so I can have my last meal, mm-hmm. we're getting ready for bed and stuff like that, right? Which we're washing the dishes, getting everything kind of put away, getting Nash ready for bed and brushing our teeth and everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. So a Tuesday and a Thursday... And a Saturday and a Sunday, nighttime, well, Saturday is a little difficult at nighttime. Morning would be better for that, right? But I just feel like being selective when it comes to nighttime, I just, I don't think I can do it, right? Like, I, like I've like i wanted to read so many times at nighttime, but when I'm about to hop into bed and I'm looking at my book, I'm not picking it up because I'm just like, I just want to go to sleep. But you got to give yourself more credit. Like, you've meditated at night a lot in the last same month. Yeah. And um, you were doing Deepak's meditations at night when I was doing them in the morning. I know, but I, I wasn't consistent. I did it f- okay, day though. one, two, three, and then after that I just gave up because I but missed But then you do like day six, and then you did like day 11. I know, but I hate that. <laughs> that for me is just, you know, I prefer consistency. Actually, Shelby and I were talking about this because um, I think at one point we were talking about how... Um, so for you, if you you had said the other day with both of us in the room, you're like an all in or an all out kind yeah, of person, exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why, like, maybe if you get disinterested in something, you like switch gears and you do something else that maybe you're more interested in. Yeah. Because like that'll be your hundred percent thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I remember when I first got that Joe Dispenza book on uh, you know the breakthrough and how to change your, change yourself and change your mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's a great book. I'm, I'm loving it. But when I first got it, I read the first like fifty pages. Like right off the bat, like that. Like I remember you had a personal training client and I drove you to it and I went to a Starbucks and I sat in the parking lot for an hour and I covered like 30 pages mm-hmm. and I was all in on that point, right? But then there was like a couple of sub chapters that just didn't pique my interest for a little while so I didn't pick up the book again. I feel like you're being super relatable right now. The The rest of the world is literally like this too. Like, I know, but see, the thing the, is... There's is the 1% that's not, that maybe... But even then, there are days where they're not on their diet and like weeks that they're not on their diet. Like, this is not the Instagram reality. This is like real reality where... You know how many times, babe? How many times have I tried doing a morning routine? <laughs> like, I think it was like a year ago. I was like... I'm getting up at seven. I'm going to do my morning routine. I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. And like I restarted that at least four times where I'm like, okay, this is the week. Yeah. And then I would take like three weeks off. Yeah. It's super relatable. I'm pretty sure anyone listening would be, be like, I've done that every Monday for the last 10 years with my diet or. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where they just want, okay, it's fresh start. I think it's that we just got to be easier on ourselves and know that. We're not perfect. Yeah. Like nobody's perfect. So yeah. we're not going to get it right the first go. I know. But this isn't the first go. We went to Hawaii and mm-hmm. I thought that that push for a, a whole week of doing meditation that early in the morning and doing yoga and sound healing and everything like that. I thought that in my mind, I swear to God, I thought that after that, that was it. That was my life was changed, period. And it was. It is though. It is though. But like, hang on. Wait, hang on. Hang on. I'm just saying like. After that week coming back, like we, the morning that we were leaving for the airport, we got up again, mm-hmm. 6 a.m. And we still did our yoga and our meditation and everything like that, right? We got home the very next day. We still did yoga and meditation. We did meditation in the San Francisco airport. I know. Because it, it, technically we left Saturday, but when we got to San Fran, the way the time changes went over, it was Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we still did it. Yeah. That's not me, right? And then we get back. And then the Monday morning, we woke up and did it again. And we did it, you and I did it consistently for at least two weeks there, right? Mm-hmm. Where we woke up in the morning, we did it. And then there was like one weekend or something like that where I didn't do it. I didn't wake up to do mm-hmm. it or something like that. And I miss it. Like, you did wake, wake up, but I didn't. I think didn't. I did it for a month straight. Yeah, you did. You did it for 40 days straight. Yeah. Yeah. And then for me, it was like, I think I was on like my second 
two and a half weeks or something like that. And then missed one morning. And I'm like... And then you're like, damn it, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, because I, I feel like... I feel like a... Like a okay, I'll, I'll use the word. I don't give a shit. I feel like I failed. Straight up. Right? Like, I feel like consistent... If there's no consistency with something, it's failure. You know what I mean? But like I... Like, f- with, with the same thing with diets, right? Like, I... People are probably going to hate when I say this, but if you're not consistent on your diet, right? If you go three weeks on a diet and then for a week you kind of like fall off the wagon a little bit, that's failure. I feel like that's failure. Right? You, f- you feel, yeah. I like I yeah I feel it's. I'm not saying in general it's failure. I feel like it's failure, and I've done it so many times myself. Right? I'm on this new diet program and stuff like that, and I mean when I did intermittent fasting before I started actually doing this exact specific program I feel like when I was doing intermittent fasting I failed right I feel like I failed myself because I did it for 3 weeks straight I was doing uh, a specific workout plan I was following the the diet plan per se right and I failed mm-hmm. because I stopped doing it one morning I woke up I'm like shit I'm hungry I'm going to go eat something and I ate mm-hmm. but I was technically supposed to be fasting so I gave up on it. I failed, right? I was able to bounce back from this uh, and go back into this diet plan and workout plan, but that was just mainly because of the fact that I was more or less tired, you know, of looking the way I looked, right? And, like, I still, and even, like, the other day when you were taking a picture of me, what, what, what was that picture? Oh, I was taking a video at Starbucks, remember? That's right. We were taking it. So I went to Starbucks and I got a pumpkin spice latte. It was out that first day. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, you're probably thinking, Ryan, does, how do you have a pumpkin spice, uh, well, can't <laughs> even say it, pumpkin spice latte on your diet? Well, I count my calories, mm-hmm. right? So I ate- Macros, yeah. Macros, yeah. So I, I ate clean the entire day and I saved enough macronutrients and calories for just that- pumpkin spice latte which was a lot by the way and which is awesome like 400 calories but that's what I wanted to do yeah. and then as soon as I drank that that was it that was the rest of my food for the day mm-hmm. but I didn't care it was great and when you were taking a picture of me and uh, or a video I noticed that my stomach was sticking out a little mm-hmm. bit and I hate that and that's the reason why I'm kind of doing this is that so I can prevent that from happening right and again like it just reverts back to the fact that that's the reason those pictures and those videos like that are the reason why I'm still doing what I'm doing right now right if I didn't have those moments where if I take a bad picture or if I go to the washroom at nighttime and you know I'm just in my underwear mm-hmm. and I go to the washroom and I see it look in the mirror and I'm like oh okay if I don't have those moments then I'm not going to continue mm-hmm. right yeah I think something though that I've seen a lot, obviously, in my field, and you were in this field, the personal training field, yeah. is where, um, and we like, um, we know some people. I won't say who they are, but they've lost so much weight, and they're still not wearing what they want to be wearing because they're still not comfortable. Yeah. And some of them have lost like over a hundred pounds. Yeah. So with that being said, it's like you have to learn how to love your body at every step of the way. Because what if you get to your goal and you're still in the right mindset? Like, no, I'm not there. Five more pounds. Yeah. Oh, no, I still have a stretch mark here. You know? Yeah. You have to learn how to love yourself now. And then it'll just be like gravy when you get there to your goal. No, I know. I'm just having a hard time with it right now. Just mainly because not the diet in general. I'm not saying that overall. I'm just saying with consistency, I'm just going to revert it back to that. I just feel like if I'm not consistent enough with anything, I fail and I got to move on and try something else. Mm-hmm. And that's why with meditation, it's been an ongoing battle of failures for me. Work. I consistently wasn't doing anything. I wasn't doing it. You know, I would do it for three days. I would feel good. Some days my mind would be cluttered and I'm thinking to myself, there's got to be something I'm doing wrong. Right. I'm thinking to myself like, Meditation is supposed to be a peaceful moment and I'm sitting here <laughs> and stuff that shouldn't even be in my brain is in my brain. And it's not weird or negative stuff. It's more or less just, you know, like, oh, by the way, you know that uh, muffin that you ate over the weekend? Yeah, well, you can regret <laughs> that. I remember when you ate that. Oh, yeah, I remember when you were... Uh, when you were in high school and this happened and I was like, how does my mind and my brain remember that? This is so funny, though, because meditation is effing hard they don't tell you that like you see all these beautiful pictures of people in a meadow like 
in the, uh, I forget what it's called, but their fingers are together and they're like so peaceful. Yeah. And it's like, that is not the first year, the first two years. Like, I mean, I'm sure people reach enlightenment in different, like maybe after six months. I really don't know. It's different for everybody. But there, in everything I've read, everyone experiences this. It's so hard. I think I've had now three meditations. Yeah. One in Hawaii. One in the RV at Boots and Hearts. Yeah, that was weird. And another yeah. one. Three out of all of the mornings, days, nights, retreats, trips, blah, 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 in the last few years that I've been meditating, I have had bliss three times. That's it. Where there were no thoughts, and if they were, st- they still were, sometimes, it would come in, it would flow out, and I'd be like, oh, that was cool. And I would just like observe three times, though. Like, and that's so normal, but you, you and everyone else is just like, it's impossible. I have thoughts. Like every time you tell me after your meditation, I'll be like, how was it? You're like, it was effing ridiculous. I hate it. I'm so frustrated. I chatted the whole time to myself and I'm like, it's okay, babe. You did it. That's awesome. And you're like, no, I'm like, you, you always say I'm doing something wrong. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, no, this is it. It's making yourself sit there through those thoughts until one day they'll come in and they'll come out and you'll be like, oh, okay. Like I let that one go quicker. Oh, yeah. okay. I let that one go quicker, quicker. Oh, I had a whole minute of silence. Look at that. <laughs> like, It's really hard. I think that's the discipline of it. It's, it's not easy. I, I don't think until it is just super easy one day after Yeah. time and time again. I don't know if I'm making it sound too appealing right now because yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not this like, uh, really quiet peaceful thing until one day it is and it gets addicting like it feels like you're in this high and i think that's why people sit through those other meditations Mm. because it's like oh my gosh like that was bliss like that day in the rv i was having like some crazy experience and every time my alarm went off i would repeat it for 15 minutes i would repeat it for 15 minutes i think i did 45 minutes and that was my one of my first times doing 45 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, I couldn't get enough of it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could sit here for two hours. But I'm like, now there's some concerts waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. But it's just really worth it. Yeah. I, I don't think it's, I don't think you're not making it appealing. I think you're making it sound like it's a challenge that a lot of people are willing to take on. Yeah. And it, and it I just want people challenge. to know that they're, it's normal when they say like, oh, my brain's so chatty and oh, <sighs> that was awful. Cause it's like. It will get really good. Just keep going, you know? Yeah. You're learning to take back over your your brain and recondition it to to listen to you instead of having your ego wanna, you know, bring back past memories or negative thoughts or degrading feelings, right? Yeah. Just things that we've learned over the years, um, behaviors that we've practiced. So now we're just trying to retrain our brain in meditation and it's really beautiful if you <laughs> want to keep going. <laughs> yeah. I gotta, the book that I'm reading right now, halfway through the book, Joe Dispenza brings forth a, a, a four-week thing. It's like a, a practice. You got to download and buy his meditations and stuff like that, which I'm not too concerned. I don't care if I have to. Like, his aren't that expensive, though. I think they're around 20 bucks, And his are 45 minutes. Oh. Just a gonna be pre-warning. Dang, dang challenge. <laughs> God, I, I, I find... I. <laughs> this morning, this, you want to know what, what was on my mind this morning in one of my meditations for a good two minutes is a strange annoyance of the way Deepak Chopra says mantra. Really? Oh my gosh. I was talking about his voice today with Ashanti, yeah. like one of my best friends. Yeah. I, it's the most soothing thing. Oh no, his I voice could is soothing. I listen to him yeah. for hours. Absolutely. He can honestly straight up, he can read me Lord of the Rings. And I would be more interested in that. You know what I would love? If he was the voice on Surrey. Yeah. Or um, Google Maps. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like. Yeah. It, would, it would make traffic that much easier. It would be so calm. Yeah. Little birds in the background. Yeah. <laughs> 17 more minutes of traffic is that ahead. What, is that what he sounds like? Sort of. But no, I was annoyed by the way he says mantra. Because really? he goes mantra. Yeah, because he, I think he says it the right, the right way. way. <laughs> I know he says it the right way, but it wasn't, I wouldn't you. even say an annoyance. It was just on my mind. I'm like, is that it? <laughs> right? He's like, 
it's time to introduce the mantra. Ho hum, ho hum. I'm like, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, in my, in my mind, I'm like, okay. Ho hum, ho hum. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna ring a soft bell. <laughs> in your mind, mentally, repeat the mantra. And in my mind, I'm like, why is he saying it like that? <laughs> like honestly, like I forgot the mantra. I'm like, I'm like is that how you really say it? mantra? And then I was saying, bing. I'm, like he would ring the soft bell to start the meditation, and he'd go bing, and I'd be like, oh right, okay. Uh, what's the what's the mantra again? Wait, I'm saying it like him now. Wait, oh man, what do I have to do at work today? Oh yeah, I remember. I gotta work on the long weekend. And then you're like, wait, what's the mantra? Ho, yeah. hum, ho, oh, hum, no, hum, hum ho, hum, 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 I don't know. <laughs> oh, and then the one actually, I think the one this morning was, oh man, it was like sat, chit, but sat, chit. What is it? Nama. Nama. Yeah. Sat, sat chit, chit nama. nama. Right. So the first thing that bothered me was mantra. I'm like, oh my god, why is he saying it like that? And then it was chit. Cheat because I'm just like, oh my god, it sounds like shit. <laughs> I'm like, is he really saying that? Did you swear? Right? And now, <laughs> right? Right? So then all of a sudden, um, this is going through my brain, right? And then all of a sudden, ding. And he's like, it's time to release the mantra. Oh my god, <laughs> crap, I'm done the meditation. <laughs> shit. Right? So that's when I went right into the Kundalini uh, Har, right? Which is weird because I can say that fine. Har, Har, Har. 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 Right, and it's actually H A R for those of you that are listening. It's H A R, but it's sound. You got to roll the R, and sometimes if you say it quick enough, it'll sound like HUD. So I just say HUD because yeah. I don't think I can roll my R's. Yeah. And the way the speed that you got to do it at sometimes, like if you listen to some of the audio tapes when they go, right, it's like I don't because you got to move your hands with it. Yeah, and it's like my hands don't hit each other like that quickly. It's not even that speed. It's the consist. Like it's it's like oh god, like wait, did I do it right? After about four minutes, you feel like you're like, you can't, your hands aren't even you're touching. You're playing patty cake. That's yeah, all you're doing. Yeah. It's so, it's feel. So it's, no, no, that was another thing is that like I did that for five minutes and I think it was so funny. I think it was like 30 seconds left and I'm like, I'm already over it. Right? Like I'm, I'm like, har, 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 I'm already over it. I'm like, like, get this bell going. Right? <laughs> and then like the, my alarm went off and then I just took a deep breath in and everything. But I did feel different after the meditations versus when I first started, obviously. Right. Oh, that's good. Uh, but just, oh, like my mind, like I focus on the littlest pieces of crap for some strange reason. Like, but you and everybody else, like my right leg yeah. falls asleep oh, every meditation. Me too. My left leg is Every done. meditation. Yeah. The fight in my head, me talking to myself in my head <laughs> for 45 minutes, babe. Yeah. 45 minutes is, okay, should I move my leg and stretch it out or should I keep it here? Am I... Am I going to become enlightened faster if I don't move my leg? Okay, don't move your leg. And then, oh my God, I just moved my big toe. Oh yeah, my whole right leg is asleep. Okay, it's shooting up my body now. Yeah. Okay. What if I just stretch out for a second? And then I move and my one eye opens. I'm like, ah, crap, back to the meditation, close your eye. And I'm like, oh my God, I can feel my whole leg now. Where at least before I couldn't feel it. And I'm yeah. like, this is still going through my head. And then I'm like, okay, back to the meditation. Shh. Okay, if, breathe. I, if, if I, if I, I feel, and this is just me and this might be other people, but I feel like if I don't, if I don't stay cross-legged, I'm doing something wrong. I, I feel like that too. Right? I feel like, like, I feel like you can't have your legs out and like be in a proper meditation, yeah. even though you can, you're allowed to be comfortable. Like you've seen my room, Yeah. the amount of people that I listen to, they're like, okay, get comfortable. Yeah. Deepak is always just like. Get in a comfortable position. So what I do is I have two pillows behind me against the wall. I have one big one under my butt and I wrap myself in this fuzzy gray and white blanket. That's comfortable. And I stick it in between my legs where my feet are so that my legs not touching my foot. Yeah. And then I sit back and I put my head against the wall. Like that is comfort to the max. And I'm still in my pajamas. Like before I do yoga, I change, but I I wear your sweater and pajama pants. That's comfort. You can't get more comfortable than that. No, and when I close the vent, yeah. like pff. when my leg falls asleep, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh god, I'm like, like it's it's already fallen. It's like my, my leg falls asleep like that. I can't cross my legs. So like when at the beginning of Deepak's um, 
meditations. Before he does, he, he starts to talk about today's meditation, why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, something they need to focus on today. And it'll be, I can manifest anything I want easily, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll be something like that. And then that's what you got to be focusing on that day is I can manifest anything I want easily and let it go, right? So while he's talking, I'll have my legs crossed. I'll have my eyes closed and I'll have my hands in my lap breathing through my nose. Perfect, right? And by the time he gets to the whole, it's time to introduce the mantra, right? Immediately, I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, why is he saying that? Oh, my leg's asleep now. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, can I? I'm, I'm like, I'm mentally asking Deepak, I'm like, can I straighten my legs? Can I do this? Like, my leg. Does it still count if yeah. my legs are straight? My left foot is gone right like, now. Like, you remember Diane in uh, Hawaii said yeah. you could sit in a chair if you want. Yeah, I know. It has nothing to do with. But I also What's feel going left on out. in your head? I feel left out. <laughs> There's no one else in the room with you. No, but I'm saying I would. I felt left out. When oh we were, yeah. When we were doing some of those yoga positions, and we were doing some of those. She's like, "No, you can do those in a in a chair." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And I'm sitting it's in a your chair. Your thighs and hip flexors are so tight. I know, but I'm and s- glutes that you can't. Your knees don't go down when you no, cross your don't. legs. They sit no. up in the air. Yeah. That's why you should do, do some yoga, yoga with me. Ooh, I know you're gonna say that <laughs> shit. Just do some hip opener yoga. <laughs> I know, I really should. Just like straight, like, uh, what is it? Bird dogging in or something? What is it? Uh, Bird dog. Uh, what is it? The, the pigeon. Pigeon. No, what is yeah, it? Yeah, pigeon too. Dead bug. You know, where you grab your feet, the bottom of your feet, and you kind of just, or like, I think one of them is called dead frog, where you just lay on the ground like this. <laughs> right. Oh, I haven't actually done that then. Yeah. I've done pigeon and, um, like butterfly, I think it's even called maybe. Weird ass like, animals. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I, I tried doing that and it just doesn't work. Whatever. I don't do it enough. That's why. Consistency. See? Before we end this. Okay. I just wanted to say that when we were talking before, does does failure motivate you? <laughs> you think it would. I, I was asking myself this because... Um, you keep saying like, I failed, I failed, I failed, right? But then you start something new where I could have the same experience as you and I'd be like, oh, that's just part of the journey. Like, I'm good. So what, yeah, you would think, and that's the reason why I'm reading that Bobby Bones book. Fail until you don't. Yeah, because there's certain aspects of my life that I, that I failed and then I'll just get back up and try it again. Mainly, i.e. like work here, right, with my show. I've tried different segments they sucked. Well, exactly. You think they sucked. No, no, no. Trust me when I say this is that I've asked my boss and other people like, mm, not the greatest. Okay. So I move on. I find a different, uh, you know, uh, alley, different lane to go into. Right. And I'm fine with that. Right. But when it comes to my personal life, right. If like, say for example, I want to do body weight exercises. Right. If I go to the gym one day and I and progressively I'm supposed to be able to do like five pull-ups at some point in this program. And at this point I'm supposed to be able to do eight and I can only get five out. And I'm like, what, what am I doing wrong? I'm failing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then what I do is I try to find something new, something new that I can succeed at. Now I'm not saying easily succeed at. I want I still want to challenge, but I still want something that I can succeed at and say to myself, okay, this is what I need to be doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Failure for a lot of people will motivate the shit out of them to continue and to succeed at it. Sometimes failure for me is a, is a no, is a no, you shouldn't be here, but find something else. Don't give up (laughs) on trying something new. Right. Mm -hmm. Like with, with like our vlogs, that's a great example, right? Like, our, we had a little bit of a setback. Not going to mention what it was. Mm-hmm. We had a little bit of a setback. And I haven't recorded one for like a month. Mm-hmm. Right? We were doing so well there. We, were, we I think we did like two weeks worth of actual videos. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, not two weeks, full 14 days worth. Well, we, you were doing one every day. And then you switched to every other day, I think. Yeah. Which was still great. And I was still recording and everything like that. And I was still having a great time with it. And I was still learning about how to mm-hmm. do some editing and everything. But, Yeah. I think part of it too is if we took a step back, we have so much going on and we're also getting married in a month. I think that things will literally settle down Mm. after and we'll actually be able to be like, 
oh my gosh, vlogging doesn't feel like such a big chore right now. Like, I actually want to sit down and do a video with you. Because we don't have to go out and buy 500 things for the wedding. Yeah. We don't have to, like, think of suits. Your friends live everywhere. Yeah. My friends, thank the Lord, have all come back to me from their you know what's funny? World, worldly travels. I have all my babies home, yeah. which is amazing. They're still two hours away. Yeah, but still, it doesn't matter. But because they're you know not in China, um, Miami, 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 Mama, um, Australia, Australia, Miami, Cayman Islands. Cayman Islands. Uh. So, <laughs> like, I feel like all our energy used to be, re- or kind of is still really spread out because we want to try and stay super connected. Like, you doing okay? You doing okay? You doing okay? You guys doing okay? Like, you guys still coming? You guys doing okay? You going anywhere? You traveling anywhere? You know what the funny thing is, is that... <laughs> it's come full circle where your friends were nowhere to be found yeah. and I had all my buddies next to me. We go it's out and get true. our suits one day and we're, ah, it's done. We're good. We just need shirts, guys. And you're, you were panicking because you weren't sure if any of your bridesmaids were actually going to get the dresses. And then all of a sudden, they all come back and they're on their shit and I got to get, I'm like, oh crap, now we got to get in our game. <laughs> like, we need our shirts. It's true. Yeah. I got to get these shirts done, babe. I know. Holy crap. I didn't realize that. I thought it would be an easy fix. I really did. I honestly straight up thought that this the shirts was going to be the easiest part. Pants? Well, that's so basic. So you'd think like, oh, let's go get a yeah. shirt. Shirts? But it's like, oh, there's five different colors of ivory? Yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, we learned that today. We, she I showed was us like three. that. She's like, you can just wear um, this slim fit, and then some of the guys can wear classic. And I'm like, that's two different colors. She's like, well, yeah, this brands. one's yellowy, and this one's one was whitish. Eager. One and was I'm eager like, and one was Joseph Abu, and they weren't. And then she showed us another one from Kenneth Cole, and she's like, "I'm like, how are there three different <laughs> types of ivory? Just ivory it." But she's like, "You won't even notice when we're up there." I'm like, "Well, you guys aren't wearing jackets. Yeah, you will notice. Suspend. We're wearing suspenders. I know. So I can't have like, you know, Matt, all up there in different you colors. Know, you know, Matt actually said he's like, "Can I still wear a belt?" I'm like, "A suspenders, bro. Suspenders yeah. are supposed to hold your pants up." Yeah, they are though technically for um, like aesthetics, right? Like it's just the look of suspenders. I know they no, work. No, these these are yeah, but they are technically sometimes for aesthetics. I mean, you're supposed to have a, a pant that's at least tight enough to hold themselves They're up. They're dress pants though. They are, yeah. I don't think you're supposed to wear a belt with dress pants. What? Like dress pants, right? I don't think you're supposed to yeah. wear a belt. Yeah. You are. Yeah, they have belt loops. Oh. Right. They're supposed to be for, they're pants for a suit. You, I just didn't buy the whole suit. I just yeah. bought them the pants, right? Okay. But the suspenders, like they work perfectly and like the loops are in the perfect spot for us to wear them. The oh, only, okay. The only thing is, is that some of the guys, like, I don't know, the measurements that I found online were wrong. Like I'm six foot six and the suspenders that I got are meant for six foot two to six foot four guys. So you're thinking to yourself, dang it, like that's perfect, right? I'm going to have, if worst case scenario, I'll just build and put another hole in at the, closer to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And no, they're super loose on me. It's weird. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I gotta go find these shirts. I don't know where. Ugh. I'm gonna help you. We're gonna go tomorrow. I love how your fingers are crossed right now on your hand. Yeah, because they automatically do that when I have something when that needs to get done. Usually, when you're stretched, you play with your fingers, like what your dad does. Oh yeah, he I know. Loops his fingers in and out of each other. That's what I do here. I'm not joking. I've yeah. seen you do it in the car many times. I'm like, even when you're driving. Oh, yeah, my hands. Like, you'll my, take my your fingers. hands off and just, like, start swooping them together. I'm like, babe, what's wrong? <laughs> what's no, I'll just, I'll just do that because, I don't know why, I just, I feel like, oh, God, like, I got something that needs to get done. I got to do it now. So if I cross my fingers, everything will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers uh, crossed. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, so we're in the double digits of uh, Life Podcast, another episode here, episode 10. So Loving cool. it. I am loving it. I hope you guys are enjoying it. We appreciate all of you guys so much. We can't wait to build this family up even more. Yeah. Um, to get some guests on here. Yeah. To uh, we're gonna have. We're going fan base lifers. Oh, I like that. It's cool. Hey, baby, I'm a lifer. Where I ain't going nowhere. I like. Um, song. yeah, we have my friend Ashanti coming on when she comes up. I'm gonna try and get. We can learn all about her travels. She has been. This girl has been all over the world, basically solo traveling it, meeting friends, staying in hostels. Um, she was teaching in China. Like, I don't want to give too much away, but no. she's well-traveled. So we're going to have her on when she comes to visit us and mm-hmm. many more guests. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. 
I'm just, you know what? I'm glad that we're on. Uh, I'm glad that we're on Apple Podcast now. I think that's cool. Wow, that's a huge difference when you moved your mouth away. That's what I sound like when yeah, I'm not near the mic. Yes, exactly. When I say "babe, move your mouth to um, the microphone to your mouth," that's what you sound. You sound like this. You're like, yeah, okay, okay. So yeah, so Shelby and I. That's what oh, you that's sound like. Oh, that's horrible. Right? Exactly. Okay. I like this song here. It's Lifer. That's the one that you were singing. Horribly. I just can't get in that tone. Lifer. <laughs> George Line and Lifer. This is a good track here. I can hear that rain falling on the tin roof. Girl, after all we've been through, feels like the calm after the storm. So what you say we take this Sunday? Yeah, we'll call our group the our fans. The Lifers. The Lifers. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll meet for coffee and donuts. We'll play this song in the background the entire time. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that. Wife me up, baby. Uh, yeah, one month. One month. One month. Okay, well, uh, for one, what I need you to do is head over to, I'll talk to you about it later, but just head over to Apple Podcasts and type in This Country Life. It's a podcast that I have going on right now. Um, a new episode's going to be going up, I think, next week. It's all about the Boots and Hearts interviews that I did over that weekend. It was a fantastic weekend. Great interviews. Got to chat to a lot of people. And more conversation-wise, not as, hey, so how's uh, the new music going on right now? <laughs> yeah, like I had a great talk with uh, Russell Dickerson, who is friends with uh, the guys from Florida Georgia Line and Thomas Rhett and all those guys. They have babies. They got kids. And Russell doesn't, so I wanted to know if he uh, was feeling left out. So it's, it was a cool conversation there. And um, yeah, it was, it was a great weekend. So I'm going to get that episode as soon as possible. I've got a lot of interviews that I'm going to be doing, especially uh, moving into the fall uh, for um, my show on Country 6.7. Also, hit up uh, the Happy Hippies official on Instagram. And in the link in their bio, they got another episode up for their podcast as well. So that's kind of cool that they got that going on. Shelby. Yeah, the one that just went up yesterday is about the law of attraction. Yeah. So I cannot get enough of talking about all this shiz. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I remember actually it was you were recording that podcast when you were on the treadmill. You were walking on the treadmill. Oh you were recording it. Here's the thing. She was on the treadmill. <laughs> I finished my workout. My workout took a little, like, a little longer. It was like an hour and a half. And she was on the treadmill. She finished her workout while doing the conversation with Shell before the podcast, got in the car. We drove the car home. She stayed in the car for an extra 20 minutes. So when I say that they can talk about law of attraction, they can talk about law of attraction. Girls can talk. Yeah. But uh, anyways, thank you so much for tuning in for episode 10. Uh, episode 11 will be coming next week and 12 after that. And yes. We also- Have an amazing week. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just feel good. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>